0: Well, um, here we are, back again. It's uh, the first night of uh, the first end of the first day of uh, the second leg of our Heart of Arabia expedition from Riyadh to Jeddah. And I'm at a complete loss, really, where to start because today has been unbelievable in so many ways. Um, it's dark now, I'm sitting... I'm sheltering behind a small bush um, in some sand dunes just uh, outside of Riyadh, the capital city of Saudi Arabia and um, I'm just trying to make sense of everything that's happened uh, today and the last few days because for the last few days the team has reassembled in Riyadh, Uh, Anna's flown in from Switzerland, Reem in from Jeddah, Um, Alan's done a fantastic job of getting all the all the provisions and the equipment ready for leg two and we've been helping him as much as we can in addition to having multiple meetings with all sorts of stakeholders to get leg two on the move Um, but the icing on the cake I guess for the last two or three days has been the um, arrival into Riyadh of three members of the Philby uh, family from Britain and um, it was a wonderful evening a couple of nights ago when we all gathered together the Saudi side of the Philby family and the English side of the Philby family joined together for the first time ever uh, in a wonderful house a wonderful dinner that Reem's family hosted for us in Philby Street because so famous is the man that a street isn't being named after him in in, in Riyadh and it was just incredible to spend time with um, all of those lovely people and to be part of um, to be part of a really special event and lovely to see lovely old artifacts of uh, Philby's passport for example and and perhaps the last photograph ever taken of him alive outside his beloved Athenium club in Piccadilly Regent Street uh, I think probably at the age of 72 just before he was setting off to drive from um, London to Riyadh which not many people do at the age of 72 Um, uh, and that photograph was taken two months before he passed away in Beirut. So we've had a wonderful time in Riyadh and uh, but really today has been all about getting going, getting moving and uh, it really wasn't difficult to choose the place to start the second leg because uh, in his book Heart of Arabia Philby uh, mentioned after they'd left Riyadh couple of hours really um, because Riyadh remember in 1917 was only about 17,000 people uh, surrounded by a, 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 you know, a community s- surrounded by a mud brick wall um, so they left the small community of, of Riyadh and, and Riyadh to date about 7 million people 106 years later um, so from 17,000 to 7 million um, he rode across um, empty desert for a couple of hours before he um, discovered the old um, the old city the old ruined city really of of, of old duria uh, which is very special in um, saudi history today it 's a world heritage site um, it 's probably the most important historical and political site in saudi arabia it 's the original home of the Saudi royal family, the country's first capital, um, but it was destroyed by the Ottoman Turks, um, but is being lovingly and painstakingly restored today in, in, an, in, in an extraordinary giga project, um, the scope of which is, is utterly um, enormous. It's beyond words, really. And and so for us to choose the best place to start, it ha- had to be al Taref, this wonderful old mud brick. Um, community of such historical significance now a world heritage site a unesco world heritage site and uh, there are multiple multiple um, agencies we need to thank for being able to start our journey there the ministry of foreign affairs here in saudi arabia and the saudi arabian embassy in london the ministry of culture here in riyadh the heritage commission here in uh, in riyadh the saudi geographical society the dara foundation Many, many people have made today such a special day for us as the team, so we it was really under leaden skies that we assembled this morning at uh, at nine o 'clock we We loaded the vehicles yesterday we had had a good night 's sleep we tried to have a good night 's sleep last night, but uh, multiple things going through our minds. Have we remembered this? Have we got that? Um, will it be pouring with rain because it has been very cold and very wet here in Riyadh very very heavy rains over the last few weeks and uh, I think several comments on social media posts that people expressed surprise that um the words cold and wet could be you know used or connected to Saudi Arabia well you know Riyadh is 2,000 feet our journey started last November at sea level uh, al on the east coast where Philby landed in 1917 and took us 14 days and we eventually reached Riyadh and uh um, and Riyadh is is on a high plateau, two thousand feet altitude, and uh, you know it's a long, long way from the sea. I think um, it's about three hundred and fifty miles to the east and uh, seven hundred and fifty miles to the west to reach the sea. So it's a long way inland, uh, and so Riyadh has hot summers and and cold winters, and uh, you know everybody's wandering around huddled in blankets. Um, you know it's a long way from the sea I think that I think the furthest you can get away from the sea in in Britain is, is about 70 miles I think that the, the, if, if I remember my pub quizzes uh, correctly it's a village in somewhere in Derbyshire is the furthest point away from the sea in any direction which is a, a humble 70 miles the, the place which I googled today furthest on this planet from the sea in any direction is in Kyrgyzstan 1644 miles from the sea and that's why they have absolutely bitter winters and, and and pretty hot summers well the same theory of continentality applies here in Saudi Arabia as well so so don't be surprised when you hear the words cold and wet um connected to Saudi Arabia because uh, uh it, it definitely is quite chilly the temperatures are destined to drop a lot over the next few days uh, in the next few days wind's going to swing around from the north uh we're told um so it's going to be down to single digits at night and um uh, and there's not too much rain on the horizon, thank goodness, according to the long-range forecast. But it has rained heavily. There's big lakes that we've been wandering and meandering around today. Mud everywhere that we have to uh, step around. Uh, but that the, the the joy of that is that the, the, the desert is going to turn green as we travel over the next 14 days around us. So that's going to be really, really um, lovely to see. So um, we drove to al in uh, this, this old um, community called Adria district this morning and uh, the idea was that um, a small group of people would assemble at uh, 10 o'clock to wave us off. Well, it was more than a small group of people, lots of VIP dignitaries and uh, some wonderful gifts uh, presented to us by our incredibly generous hosts. Um, Arabic coffee and dates and uh, and, and, and lovely food. Um, a few speeches from the Ministry of Culture, from the everyone at Diriya Gate who are overseeing the um, the restoration of this incredible part of uh, of, of Riyadh, and uh, and I was very uh, lucky to be able to say a few thank yous on behalf of the expedition team. But really, uh, we, today was all about getting moving. Once we'd uh, been able to say uh, cheerio and lots of media interviews with uh, TV and, uh, and and newspapers. But uh, Reem and I were able to start walking along the wadi called Wadi Hanifa that Philby followed as he left Riyadh in 1917. And um, Wadi uh, Hanifa eventually leads to um, another series of wadis that... that take you to an extraordinary geological feature uh, that runs through the middle of Saudi Arabia from north to south. It's, it's really the backbone, the spine of Arabia, and it's called the Tuwik Escarpment. And uh, it's, uh, it's a it's really a limestone ridge, a, a, a sheer-faced mountain. It's a physical barrier to anyone travelling through this country, especially in the old days before the roads came. Um, you know, the Tuwaiq Escarpment is 600 metres high, it runs for 800 kilometres from north to south. Um, and how did you get up and down, how did you get onto the top of that escarpment when you were travelling from Jeddah inland to Riyadh many years ago? Because you would have travelled with camels, how would you have carried all of your um, belongings? So, hewn out of the rock of this escarpment uh, at, at, at the most obvious points where it w- might be possible to do so there are zigzag trails going up this this escarpment from the the flat plains below and I, I'm I'm now sitting at the bottom of that flat plain. Um, it's dark but if I look to the north I can just about make out the line of the escarpment uh, meeting the sky. Um, so after we left Wadi Hanifa we found ourselves at the top of um, The Tuwake Escarpment, Um, so a morning that had been shared with VIPs and dignitaries, um, we were now out of the city, Um, several eagles um, slowly drifting past, one of them chased by a peregrine falcon, Um, lots of swifts, these amazing birds um, whizzing by in the sky, a raven um, shouting cheerio as Reem and I got out the trekking poles. Popped on our backpacks and uh, started to follow this ancient camel trail that took us down and down these incredible um, limestone cliffs full of um, full of fossils because this was unbelievably even though it's almost 2,000 feet in the sky now was once ancient seabed um, working our way down until we were able to meet Alan and, uh, and uh, The team who driven the support vehicles all the way around a long detour, a couple of hours journey for them, uh, as it was a couple of hours for us, but we were on foot uh, enjoying uh, some beautiful, beautiful um, weather, uh, grey clouds, odd bit of um, the odd bit of sunshine poking through, but uh, a really fantastic um, start to our journey. Um, a, A quote from his book the heart of arabia um, from philby um, he said we reached the edge of wadi hanifa um, standing in front of the most noble monument in the whole of saudi arabia this is a huge rock on top of a huge oval shaped outcrop in the middle of wadi hanifa the base of the rock resembles the terrace on which the city overlooks there are wheat fields, and it is also surrounded by by palm gardens and orchards, while the top of that rock is crowned by the ruined towers and palaces of Diriyah, which was once the proud capital of Saud, the great emperor of the whole of Arabia. The ruins on the rock are known from the rest of Diriyah as Taref, and that's exactly where we gathered to start today. and. This is nineteen seventeen, are completely deserted. The old buildings that were bombed as they are still stand, a pillar here, a wall there, a crumbling arch, an uninhabited passage, all form a prominent picture of the devastation that has occurred. Well, thanks to the Derrier Gate project, that devastation is now being righted and um De Rea now is going to evolve into an extraordinary um place for the residents of Riyadh to spend their evenings to to connect to their heritage to get exercise along the 130 or so kilometers of of cycle tracks that are being built along the Wadi. it's an extraordinary vision and an amazing project with with uh, an amazing team of people that we we were fortunate to meet um today making it happen so we've had our uh, food we're uh, just um doing various jobs now, and is looking through the photographs, um, Reem's setting out the camera trap uh, to see what animals we can find in in, in, in the desert around us here, Alan's um, just doing the washing up, and uh, once I finish this podcast then I'm going to do an, a quick interview with the Saudi Press Agency who followed us out here having a b- bit of an adventure themselves. Uh, the plan tomorrow, we don't need to move so early in the mornings nowadays because you um, on leg one, it was uh, got jolly hot in the middle of the day, so we wanted to get cracking at sunrise. Well, it's not going to be so hot now. The temperatures have dropped significantly whilst we've been away, um, so we'll probably leave. Sunrise, I think, is about 7 o'clock tomorrow morning. Uh, Reem and I will start walking shortly after. Then, for several hours, uh, the team will catch us up we may have some camels tomorrow coming from the Camel Club and uh, we'll get on the camels and cover as much ground as we can before um, settling down for night two of what's going to be a fantastic um, 14-day journey to Jeddah. If today is anything to go by, it's going to be one great adventure following in the footsteps of Philby. We're camped probably a couple of kilometres away from where he camped. We can see the mountain that he refers to in his book, uh, we couldn't quite get there uh, to that point this afternoon because uh, the area has since been fenced off. Because as Riyadh has grown from 17,000 to 7 million, this, the outskirts of the city aren't too far away. There's small farms around us now and uh, a lot of fences that um, mean, means that we can't quite travel with the freedom here that Philby did uh, 106 years ago. But um, open country uh, is just ahead and uh, we look forward to getting into that tomorrow.